Hello and welcome to the Blank Page to Bestseller podcast. I am your host, Peter Wheatmartian, and I am very happy to welcome you to the very first episode of 2024. We are back to start this year off with a great episode. I am joined, as always, by KZ and Colleen, and this week we talk a little bit about Goodreads. What is Goodreads? How can authors use Goodreads? How can readers use Goodreads? and just a little bit about what you can find when you go and log into Goodreads. As we start off the new year, we want to remind you that you can find the author's voice on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. So if you enjoy the show, please go check us out on all of our social media accounts. You'll find more great information about writing, about reading, about publishing, marketing, and pretty much anything that an author could think about. Also, please be sure to like and subscribe to the Blank Page to Bestseller podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy this week's show, and we'll see you next week. This episode of the Blank Page to Bestseller podcast is brought to you by us, The Author's Voice. The Author's Voice is the premier online training platform for authors, speakers, and entrepreneurs looking to add a new revenue stream to their business. Whether you're an author looking to publish your book or an administrative assistant looking to expand your business by working with authors and speakers, we have the training programs to help you become a certified publishing professional. You can learn more about The Author's Voice on our website, theauthorsvoice.org, or please follow our social media at Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can find links to all of those places in the show notes. This week's Biz Buzz segment, I am joined, as always, by KZ and Colleen, and we are going to talk a little bit about what Goodreads is. So, first of all, let me ask both of you, do you guys use Goodreads at all? I know I've been using Goodreads for a while. Well, Peter, I'll tell you, I start to use Goodreads, and then because of life and business and everything else, I forget to go in and follow up. (laughs) So I my goal is to become a more frequent user on Goodreads because I think it is a fun way to keep track of your goals. If you want to write read 10 books a month a year or 50 books a year, whatever it is, going in there and just keeping track of it is fun. And you can rate the books, you know, give them reviews, find other authors that you like. So me, it's just a matter of being consistent and using it. That's funny, Colleen, because I'm kind of the same way. I've been using Goodreads for many years. It's only been around since, I think, 2007, something like that. But I know that I subscribed to it when it first came out, and I used it more heavily then. But I was in a different place. I was more of a reader and not doing as much writing as I am now. As a writer, I am now beginning to use it in a way that I never have before. So it's kind of fun that we're talking about this now because, you know, it, it's it's on our minds. And and I think it's on the minds of a lot of a lot of the people who are listening to listening to our podcast. Yeah, and I'm interested in finding out more about how it does help authors when they're writing their book to get the message out. So that's a great marketing piece and tool that maybe Peter knows more about. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I'm starting to learn about that. Yeah, so let me give you guys all a little bit of a background. Candy, Casey, you are correct. Um, Actually, two 
2006, late 2006, early 2007 is when Goodreads first came out. Um, and they were just a small company when they first launched, um, but they had some really good growth, um, some really um, great tools. People found it very useful. And so what happens when something has a lot of growth and is really useful, especially in the publishing world, some little company you might have heard of called Amazon swooped in <laughs> and purchased them up. Uh, so um, it's been about 10 years now since Amazon bought Goodreads. So um, I know a lot of people may not know that Goodreads is actually owned by Amazon, which is kind of, you know, as everything, um, it has its positives, it has its negatives. Um, but some really cool things that I've used um, for, um, especially reading my Kindle books is, um, so Goodreads is a way to track your progress on reading. And with your um, your Kindle, if you're reading an ebook, you can actually, because they're both owned by Amazon, you can just track your book in Goodreads just by a click of a button and say, update my progress. So that's really kind of cool. So, um, you know, I've been using it for probably I'm nine or 10 years now. So um, I've been a, a pretty active ebook reader and I've really found that tool really useful. Interested Peter asking you this. <clears throat> as a user of Goodreads in as a reader, <clears throat> how do you or do you interact with authors? That's actually a really good question. Um myself, um when I first started using your Goodreads, I just was a simple let me keep track of the books that I'm reading. Um, one of their tools they have is their reading challenge. So you can, you know, challenge yourself to read a certain number of books every year. And that's what I started doing with Goodreads. However, um, kind of going into what you were asking there, the more I was reading and the more I was spending time on Goodreads, I found you can follow authors. It's kind of similar to like a, a Facebook or a Twitter or something like that, where you can follow the authors and what books they're releasing they can make posts themselves and so i've i've come across a few authors that i have um i have come across in my reading that i do follow and um it's really neat because i can see their updates they can also um you know a lot of them will put up um like giveaways or um new books that are out and I'll get a little notification when I log in in the morning like I'm a James Patterson follower so he writes a whole lot of books so it seems like every month or so I get a little notification up uh, when I first log in and says James Patterson's new book is coming out <laughs> so that is kind of that is uh, it's a great little tool um, KZ how do you um, on the writer side do you interact with um, your readers that way I do, and when they, I, I don't generally reach out to them, but often they re, they reach out to me, and I am uh, I receive reviews. I receive copies of the reviews. Reviews that that a reader leaves on Amazon are also displayed in most cases on Goodreads, and although not always vice versa, sometimes you have to kind of nudge it a bit to get it to move over to Amazon. But uh, um, it, it's really any kind of feedback in uh, Goodreads allows you to email. The author okay so i do respond to those emails and i enjoy talking to them and also um 
I always encourage an author, a, a reader to join my newsletter. And, and, and I say that's true of any author, any author who has a newsletter out there. Um, if you enjoy the author, join their newsletter. That's where you're going to get the most up-to-date information. Um, and if it comes from Goodreads, initially, there you go. Oh, yeah, that's great. Um, you know, I know um, I have uh, one cool one cool feature that I have used is um, as a reader, you can set your like news feed, if you will, your updates um, to either your friends. So people you can go and friend people on Goodreads, too, which is really nice. So you can follow your friends, what they're reading. Um, you can like part of the um uh, the feed is also the authors you follow. So, you know, that's kind of goes into your news feed. So what I've done is I've set my feed to actually be a global feed. So I get a lot of recommendations and see what uh, people from all over the world are reading. So that's kind of a neat feature too. And I think that's a great way to kind of find new authors and interact with new authors as well. Um, I don't know if either of you have used these this feature, but um, one feature that I really enjoy is trying to find it, trying to find a new book to read. How many people have sat there and stared at their library, couldn't figure out what they wanted to read, or have been staring at the Amazon um, store and you're like, I want to read something, but I don't know what to read. One cool thing that I found on Goodreads, and I found it to be pretty useful, is the list feature. Have you guys used the lists features? I have not. I'd be really interested in finding that out because I used to be an avid book reader. Like, I could read a book in a day and a half. <laughs> and I have not really been interested or found some stuff that I want to read. Um, so I'd be interested in hearing about this, Peter. Yeah, so this feature is really cool. So um, if you go into Goodreads, into the um, the browse menu, there's a little um, a thing called lists. And these are actually user-generated lists. And what they are is people get to vote on books that fit into certain categories. And it's kind of a, a, a list of the, for example, the best books of 2023 that since the year just ended. You know, you can go in and see the top 100 books voted on by Goodreads readers. Um, or you can go in and um, I've done like best nonfiction books or best history books or best cozy mystery books or best historical fiction from 1960 to 1965. Like <laughs> you can get really very specific if you wanted to, but they've got a, a wide range of lists that you can go and discover and figure out. Um, maybe a, a book that you haven't read, or maybe you see, oh, I read that book 20 years ago. Let me, re let me reread that. Or you can even vote on your own, um, your own list and, you know, um, add to the, uh, add to the fun thing. Uh, KZ, are there any um, features on Goodreads that um, you as an author use that we haven't talked about yet? Not yet. I'm still exploring some of the features that they have. And, and Goodreads is actually very, <clears throat> is very um, uh, supportive of authors. I do enjoy, um, as, as an author, <clears throat> excuse me. As an author, I do enjoy um, being able to search for quotes from other authors. 
but that's kind of as much as a reader as an author. But uh, I do enjoy that. And I also like to look for quotes from my books, <laughs> if any exist. So <laughs> things like that. So there are a lot of features. It's worth exploring the different features, I think, uh, from both the author and the reader perspective. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think um, every time you go into Goodreads and you spend some time exploring, you find something new. Um, you know, let me just go over a couple of the features that I think most people are going to use. So I know we've already talked about um, what they call the reading challenge, which is you know, challenging yourself to read a certain number of books each year, um, which goes into the, you know, you can, uh, this is actually kind of really cool. It goes um, and tracks your currently reading and your read books. So they call those bookshelves. So you can, you know, put your books that you own or books you want to read in specific um, shelves so you can you know, better keep track of what you have read, what you've liked, what you don't like, what goes into certain genres, etc. Um, so that's really neat. Um, we talked about the lists and we talked about following authors. Um, one other area too is they have um, giveaways on Goodreads. Um, I'll, let me, let me um, go back of five or six years or so when I was um, really active on Goodreads, I entered a few giveaways and I happened to win one. And what giveaways are is usually some sort of advanced reader copy for a book that is going to come out in the next few months. And the idea is these authors or the publishing houses will give away 20, 25 books or whatever it is. And when you win, you are supposed to read the book and put a review up on Goodreads or on Amazon so that you can help the author with their book launch. I thought that was really cool. So I was like, hey, yeah, let me go. I won a book. I couldn't finish the book. It was like not a great book. And I felt really bad for the author. So I was like, I'm not going to like leave a one star review for him. So I felt really bad. But um, it, it is kind of a it's a kind of a cool way to find different authors, find new authors, find a new book. Um, I know a lot of people who have really enjoyed the giveaways that they've won. So um you know, that's another great feature of Goodreads. Um, and then um, finally, um, like I said, there is a very good community aspect in Goodreads for readers. Um, you can you know, talk to other readers. You can, um, like Casey said, there are quotes from authors, which is um, a great way to find some um, inspirational quotes or, or things like that. So, um, you know, I, I enjoy... Goodreads, and um, I'm glad that we've been able to talk a little bit about what Goodreads is. So um, spend some time, you know, go onto Goodreads. It's online. It's on an app. It's on your Kindle. It's you know, you can find it anywhere, and uh, find a little bit about how you can read more. Is there anything that we haven't talked about that um, you guys want to share about Goodreads? I don't think so, Peter, but it was great information that uh, it was reiterated to me about what Goodreads does. And like I said, I think helping the author as, as an author's point of view, when you're helping an author, you can bring this up for them to make their own platform. Is that correct, Candy? Yes, I totally agree with that. And I would add, thank you for bringing up the ARC system, the advanced reader copy. That is really huge for writers, uh, for authors. And the participation of readers in that 
And you're right, Peter. Nobody wants a one-star review, uh, but uh, so don't do that one. But if you but if you really enjoyed a book, you do a four or five star review and and uh, and be honest about it. Um, you know the uh, the the whole concept of leaving a review means that you saw this, you liked it. It validates your experience as a reader, but it also validates the book for the author and for others who are coming behind you. And so if you if you're looking at a list of books and there's no there's no reviews on that list, then you don't know if it's any good or not. So, but if you see a list of books and you've got a three, four, or five star ratings on this, you know it's a good book. Now, that said, okay, if there's also a one star or a two star, there's always an outlier. <laughs> not sure. all books are for everybody. I guess that's about all I would have to say about it, Peter. Thanks. No, yeah, that's actually a, a really good um, reminder. I mean, it's not just goodreads reviews or advanced reader reviews if you're out there reading a book you know whether it's a book that just came out this month or it's a book that's been out for 35 years go leave a review let the author know that you enjoyed it help other people find you know the book that you've enjoyed and especially for you know self-published authors or small indie published authors reviews are some of the best ways that you can help a a reader or an author find new readers. So that's a, a probably one of the most important things to do as a reader. So I would suggest getting reviews for any book you read. 100% agree. Well, I want to thank both of you for joining me on this discussion for this week. And um, we will be back next week with a new Biz Buzz. podcast is a production of The Author's Voice. I have been your host, Peter Wheatmartian, and I want to thank KZ and Colleen for joining me on this episode to discuss all things writing, publishing, and speaking. Do you have questions about today's topic or would like to be a guest on a future episode? You can learn more about The Author's Voice on our website, theauthorsvoice.org, or send our team an email at info at theauthorsvoice.org. You can stay in touch with Candy, Colleen, and Peter through the author's voice on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Links to all of those can be found in the show notes. If you have enjoyed the episode, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review on the podcast app of your choice. Also, please help us spread the word about the Blank Page to Bestseller podcast by sharing the episode on your social media or by introducing a friend, a colleague, an author, or anyone who would enjoy the discussion to the show.